preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And welcome back. Another stellar week. Hope you had a great Fourth of July. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I was watching the dogs. I actually spent it inside, <laughs> like many people, watching their dogs, uh, making sure that they don't freak out. Exactly. And so many people did that this year. Thank you. So My cat much. freaked out. My cat actually ran under the bed. Really? Yes. <laughs> What, little Nike? Little Nike, yes. Yeah, the figures as much. He goes around the studio acting so brave. Lots of reminiscing going on, but we have a big show. Coming up today, a photographer whose work you've probably seen. Uh, celebrities and their pets, that's his specialty. Uh, also, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz's daughter, Lucy Arnez, joining us today. She's a big animal lover. Uh, also, you've heard of therapy dogs. How about this? A therapy kangaroo. Wow, how cool. We go live to Salt Lake City for that. And, of course, Kyle our eight-year-old friend of the animals and his celebrity collar auction. We'll check in and see how he's doing. But first, your calls. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? This is Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? Good. Hi, Kim. Hi there. Where are you? I'm in Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay, what can we do for you today? Well, I, I sometimes have a hard time controlling my dog when we go out on walks, and I've seen some other dogs with these head-type halters, and I wondered if you thought that's something that would help, and if so, is it even humane for the dog? You know what? That's a good question. Actually, that is exactly what they are for. Oh, okay. They are very humane. Uh, there are two brands that I know of. One is actually called the Gentle Leader, which okay. tells you that it is very easy for the dog. The other is called a Halty. Okay. And what it does is when you put it on your dog, it's wrapped around the muzzle, it, it almost looks like something a horse would wear. And a dog naturally follows, you know, with his nose in the direction he's going. So with the gentle leader, you actually direct him by his nose. So there's no pulling. You can just barely, you know, tug on him. He'll turn his head. He'll follow you in the direction. And it's a really good, you know, it's a really good training uh method to use. It's it's very humane and they can still eat, they can drink, they can do almost anything with this while it is still on. Okay. Uh, but one thing you have to remember, it looks like a muzzle, but it's really not. So you have to be careful if they're a biter, they can still bite while you know while they're wearing this. Okay. So you want to be careful. Um, another thing, a lot of times when you put them on for the first time, they're not used to it. They may be used to wearing something around their neck, but not on their face. So they'll probably put their head down to the the ground and start pawing like crazy to get it off. So what you need to do is get his attention away, you know, get him, start him on a walk or offer him a treat and start walking so he'll eventually forget that he's even wearing this. How long will that take before he gets over uh, that? It, it depends on the dogs, but usually usually they get over it very quickly. You know, he'll the next time you put it on, he may, you know, kind of bolt a little bit, but then he'll remember you offer, offer him a treat, and by the third time or so, he won't even uh, react to having it on. Okay. And another thing to remember is don't leave the dog unattended while wearing these. Because they can get them caught on things and get tangled up, and you don't want that to happen to your no, dog. No, way. <laughs> so they're very good. I would definitely recommend it okay. if you're having problems with your dog on a lead. Okay, great. It sounds like it would work. Great. Thanks for calling in Louisiana checking in. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Jeff. 
this is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Los Angeles. Listening on Coast, right? Yes, Coast 103.5. Very good. What can we do for you today? Well, I'm calling about my dog, Pepper. Uh-huh. He's developed some very unusual eating habits, and I'm hoping you could help. Okay. What kind of eating habits? Does he like to eat at the table? Or? Uh, well, you know, I, I wish that were the problem. He's eating rocks and dirt, and he's even eating his own poop. Ooh. And I want to know how and why and how do I stop it. Oh, you know, that's called pica. And that's when dogs eat all these strange things, and nobody really knows why. It hasn't, nobody's been able to find out why they do this. Um, some people think that your dog may be bored, just looking for attention or looking for something to do. And does he um, eat like your cat's poop? Do you have a cat? Uh, I do have a cat, but he doesn't. Well, not in front of me. Front of I hope he doesn't do it when I'm not around. <laughs> okay, because they they usually eat their own if they're going to do it, and they usually try to eat cats. Well, how do you stop stop something like this? Well, That's pretty gross. I know. Well, the, the, you, you can. It, keep the cat litter away from the dog. Okay. Put up some kind of a gate or raise the cat litter so he can't get the cat. Okay, well, that's not a problem. Okay. Well, now for the dogs. Um, nobody knows why they do it, but there are some things you can do. You can. Uh, one of the things is you want to clean up after him frequently. You don't want to leave it laying around in right. the yard or anything like that. And actually, there are some additives and things you can actually put on your dog's food to make it taste horrible. Now, I know poop should normally taste horrible, but there are things you can add to make it taste worst. Um, there are some uh, products out. What, what are the names of these products? Well, they're actually called Forbid or Detour. And another thing, you can actually put MSG on your dog's food, too. Really? Yeah, it, the dog will still eat the food, but it will make the poop be un palatable for your dog. Well, it's not palatable for me, so <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So I would suggest doing that. Other than that, uh, try to keep him occupied. Maybe he's just bored. Uh, we're still working on a cure for that one, though. Thank is God. There, you know? Is there any reason that, uh, that she should visit a veterinarian? Uh, well, if he does ingest a lot of rocks and dirt, you might want to get him checked out. I think, you know, the poop might kind of pass through him. But if he eats a lot of lot of rocks and stuff, you might want to have him checked out by your veterinarian. Right. I try to catch him as soon as it happens. So I'll try to get on it. And that was Forbid? It's called Forbid. Mm-hmm. And then another product is called Detour. Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks Thank for you. calling. Thanks for listening. Take care. 1-866-405-8405. Or, you know, you can also email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. A lot of people don't want to be on the air. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> we answer the phones all week long also, not just during the show, uh, during the weekend. And uh, if we can help you out, we'll try to do that. This next guy, uh, he's, you've probably seen his work in like People Magazine, In Style, uh, Star. I know Star. I religiously yes. read Star. If it's in Star, it must be true. Uh, <laughs> of course, the New York Times, Daily News, the New York Post. If wow. you've seen a picture of a pet and a celebrity, chances are he probably did it. Uh, the only thing is, once again, I don't know which line he is on, Judy. He's on one. Christopher! Yes, that is me. Do you like to be called Christopher? Chris, what do you like? Now that I'm a professional photographer, I'm Christopher. Christopher, it oh, has that okay. artistic. <laughs> and the other way, the other, the only other time anybody ever called me Christopher is when my ex-girlfriends or my mom got mad at me and they were <laughs> Christopher, come over here. <laughs> well, you know what? I, we sort of do the same things. We get celebrities on the show every week, and we we talk about their bond and. 
uh, get into their heads about their pets. And you go out and you actually get into their houses and you photograph them, uh, which is uh, amazing. I think some of the photographs are phenomenal. Thank you. You've created your own niche. Now, how does one get started in something like this? You just run into Janine Garofalo on the street in Sunset Boulevard and she sparks an idea in you. Is that really what happened? That's really what happened. You know, I was, I, I, I had grown up, I was in a rock and roll band all my life with my three biological brothers. Uh-huh. And um, I knew nothing but music. And then in the late 80s, early 90s, I moved out to California with uh, a girlfriend of mine. And then the band started to fall apart, you know, because the grunge music came in and we just didn't fit anymore. Uh-huh. And, you know, lo and behold, I found myself working a regular job as a personal assistant to someone in Beverly Hills. Wow. And every day I would walk around and I'd see these celebrities walking their dogs and I would see Janine Garofalo all the time and I said, wow, it'd be really nice if someone took some photographs of them and just kind of put it in a nice book, but you know, outside of what we usually see them on television. And then I approached Janine one day in the street and I proposed to her first and then <laughs> and then I asked, I said, hey, I have a nice, an idea for a book and I'd love to uh, photograph you. And she said, yeah, she said, sounds great. She said, meet me at the park tomorrow. And then after that, it was just, it was history. I just had that one image that I wanted to show around and then for the next two and a half years, I just walked up to celebrities and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And you know, it was, it was interesting because um, I was told it'd be impossible. You'd never get celebrities to shoot with you. You're not a professional photographer. And um, I had a friend of mine one day who is, uh, has been in the business for years. Uh, she said to me, uh, well, you're not a professional photographer. What makes you think you'll get a book published? And I said, what is professional anyway? <laughs> you know, what, what, define professional photographer to me, you know. So, but I just, that, that drove me even more. And, uh, you know, two and a half years later, I had a book of over 90 celebrities, A-list people from Kate Hudson to Julianne Moore, James Caan, and I put my first book out. Well, you know, I find that uh, trying to get to the celebrities is sometimes hard, but the minute you let them talk about their animals, they just open up. Yes, they open up because it's their animals. But they also, if you do it the right way, and, you know, I'm a, I would consider myself a likable guy, and just walking up to them and trying to bypass the whole route of publicists and agents and managers and just kind of hit them right away and get a commitment from them, and that's pretty much how I did it. Now, did you do it, uh, did you approach them while they had their animals, or you just approached them and asked them if Not really. I mean, I just, you know, if I saw, so I did a lot of mingling that, those two years. I went out mm-hmm. to parties, and, you know, I'd see people sitting in restaurants, and I would walk up to them. You know, I'd wait till the right time. And, you know, funny story is, uh, you know, Vincent Charvelli, who is the, the, he's such a famous character actress. He just died recently. He was in um, uh, Ghost. He was the, the, the crazy looking guy on the train, you know, get off my train. <laughs> and he was such an interesting character. And I saw him sitting outside of a pizza place one day. And I just walked up to him and I said, Vincent, I'm a fan of yours. And this is what I'm doing. He said, do you have any pets? And he says, I have goldfish. <laughs> so, and, you know, I went to his house and took the goldfish and put it in a bowl and put his face up to the bowl. And it was one of my favorite photos. Has anyone ever said, no, I don't want you photographing my pets? Yeah, there was a couple of people. George Clooney was one of them. George Clooney was very personal with his pig. Um, you know, if you've noticed, the only photo of George and his pig has been running around from, like, the early 80s. And, he, uh-huh. you know, he, he looks really young, and there's one picture of him by his car, and he has never let anybody else photograph him with his pig. And, you know, and that was one of the people that was, you know, was constantly brought up, hey, when are you going to shoot George Clooney and his pig? And <laughs> that just didn't happen. But, you know, it's very rare that, uh, you know, people say no. I mean, I, I've had, you know, I think... At this point now, I have uh, a decent enough name where people are like, oh, yeah, I know Chris's work, and I'd love to shoot with him. And, and you know, I'm flattered that I've, I've reached that point. We actually, uh, I think it was Doris Day, refused to tell us about her pets. 
Really? Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, it's she just, was afraid, you know, that too much I, information, security. they might be kidnapped or something. Something yeah. like that, I yeah. guess. Well, you know, I mean, that's one of the things that... I, I'm an animal lover, and, and that's one of the things that I give back. You know, I recently started my own pet magazine, Paw Print, and um, one of the, the reasons why I started this, because I've been shooting so many covers for magazines, and I've made so many of the pet magazines successful with my work by bringing them the talent, giving them the beautiful covers, giving them the great articles, and and basically what was happening is I was finding that they were avoiding the important issues and they were just all worried about the fluff and what's the most expensive thing you bought for your dog and you know and it just my heart is in it in, in a different place I want to help the animal world and by using the celebrity and bringing them in they can get a message out I have people like Pamela Anderson and Nicolette Sheridan and now the girls next door and, and they do these PSAs and these public service announcements that really get out a great issue and one of the big issues is pet theft you know, two million pets are stolen each year. People are not even aware of this, and they're, they're, they're blown away. They say, a pet, my pet could be stolen. What do they do with it? Well, A, it goes to a Class B dealer, and it's used for breeding, or B, it goes to a lab for research. Mm-hmm. And it's a really tough thing. And, you know, so when you have people like Pamela Anderson posing with her dog, and you put those messages up, you know, you get, you get worldwide publicity for it, sure. and, and that's what I'm doing. We're with Christopher Amoruso, uh, who's uh, made a wonderful career out of photographing celebrities and their pets. I understand you have a uh, in-touch column that uh, you can actually see pictures every week, stars yes, and pets. I've been doing that for it's going on five years now. I was uh, I approached In Touch when they first started up, um, pitched them the page. They loved it, and it's been going. And it's one of the most popular pages in In Touch magazine. It's called Stars and Their Pets, and you'll see a little photo of me of me up in the corner with my little girl Stella Blue and uh, we feature different celebrities every I mean that's such a popular page we're already booked and shot into 2008 I mean really that's the line of celebrities that's had to have been done you know it's positive it's positive uh, it's positive publicity uh-huh. and uh, like you know like you said Judy at the beginning is that people open up when it comes to their pets so what type of pets do you have at home I have a Chinese crested her name is Stella Blue <laughs> and I had a parrot for 15 years who died last year who uh, we miss dearly, and, um, you know, but they're, they become your life. I mean, uh, anybody who's an, an animal lover or an owner or a pet owner knows that they become a part of your life. Definitely. I understand that, uh, now, I don't know if this has happened yet or is going to happen, the Osborne's Pets. That's done. That was, uh, yes, when the Osborne show was in their prime, I did, uh, I was the official family pet photographer, and, um, and if you remember from the show, the staircase with all the, the photos lined up on the wall of the animals were all my, it was all my work, <laughs> and then MTV Books, Pocket Books put out a small book of uh, all of the pets at home with the Osbournes, and that was all my work. Uh, uh, taking pictures of pets is uh, kind of a tricky thing to do. Do you have any tips for us amateur photographers? I do. And, okay. you know, it's interesting because um, because of my paw print magazine, I have now uh, started my own. I have on, on demand on Comcast Cable a pet channel. Uh-huh. And you can see the behind the scenes of my work on the photo shoots for paw print magazine as well as tutorials and photo tips on for the amateur photographer how to take pictures of your pets. And a couple of questions. 
quick ones that I like to emphasize on right away. Is okay. The first thing is get down to the animal's level. Get down on the ground. Don't stand up and point the camera down at them. Just lie down on the ground and get right in their face. It makes it more personal. It makes you feel like you're there with the animal. Mm-hmm. The second thing is don't use a flash. Take them outside. Put them in natural sunlight. You know, if it's a bright day, you go under a shaded tree and you shoot under a tree. Because animals' eyes, when you shoot with a flash, they always look horrible. Mm-hmm. And there's no way around that. Now, it's a little bit harder if you have a cat and you don't want to bring them out. So you just find a room in your house that's really bright and don't use the flash. And then the third thing is just use a little squeaky toy. Don't let them see it. Something maybe they've never heard before. Mm-hmm. And keep it in your hand. And just before you're ready to shoot the, your photo, just squeak it very slightly. And you'll get them to look at you. And you'll get <laughs> that surprise look. And it's just it, it always works. I use that all the time. And, you know, that works for at least the first 15 to 20 shots. And then they get used to it. And they're like, okay, I'm bored with that. <laughs> Let me give out the website. It's www.pawprintmag.com. Pawprintmag.com, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Yes, I have one more question. Yes. At the beginning of the interview, you said you proposed to Janine Garofalo, but you never told us if she accepted. She laughed, so she never said yes, so she never said no. So, so it's still out there. It's, it's still, still really out there, is. you know. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I can revisit that some, at some point. Any day she could call you up and say, you know, I've given it some thought, Christopher. Yes. Uh, we thank you so much for spending time with us today. No, thank you guys for having me, and I'd love to join you again. Fun job. Interesting job he has there. Yes, he does. That's awesome. Now, i got to tell you about the Get Serious Seriously Cool contest. I don't got to tell you. I'm just sharing as a friend. That's why, okay? <laughs> I'm a giver is what I'm saying. They what? put together a prize package worth over $700. Now, I don't have the list in front of me. Can I share that microphone with you? Yes, you can. Come over here real quick. There's a list right here. Up to $100. My mic. My voice sounds different on this microphone. <laughs> Up to $100 towards the adoption of a furry friend from your local shelter. So if you're thinking of getting a pet, this is the perfect contest to enter. Also, a one-year supply of Get Serious. A Petmate Ultra Kennel. Check it out and find out how to enter. It's real easy at AnimalRadio.com. We'll be back with more Animal Radio. Hi, this is Emmy Lou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay a new to your pet. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defects. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Judy, one of the studio cats just vomited under my desk. Can you clean it up, please? (laughs) You can do it. I'm busy booking all the celebs for the show. I I don't do stains. Well, now you can. Go ahead, grab that bottle and get serious over there. Uh 
it's going to remove both the stain and any pheromones left behind. Just go ahead and squirt it on, work it in, and all you have to do is blot it with a thick towel and hold it for about five seconds. Come on, I know you can do it. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'm squirting, working it in, and blotting. And, whoa, the stain is gone. You mean you were able to remove the stain all by yourself? Women, Get Serious is so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey! Yeah, so don't take any more excuses from those guys. It's time to get serious. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Attention cat lovers, does your cat have star quality? Have you ever wanted to direct your own film? Here's your chance with the Who's the Next Scoop Free Star Contest from Lucky Litter and Animal Radio. Scoop Free, the self-cleaning litter box you leave alone for weeks at a time without any scooping, is the ultimate in odor control. You could produce their next commercial in Who's the Next Scoop Free Star. Come up with a creative way to advertise Scoop Free. Go to ScoopFree.com for more info and download artwork and music. See you in the movies. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. And now with everything new and innovative or just downright strange from the world of veterinary medicine, here's Dr. Linda Wolf. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. driving down the street yesterday. I had the air conditioner on in the car since it was 90 degrees outside. And that's when I saw it. A bicyclist going full bore down the street. It wasn't the fact that the biker was attractive that made me stop my car and flag him down. It was the fact that he was stupid. Okay, maybe a bit harsh. Ignorant, uninformed, self-serving, oblivious. Is that better? And what might you ask makes me feel this way? That was so wrong that I would actually stop my car and talk to this person. Because he was dragging his poor dog along for the ride. And I don't mean that he had a nice little kitty car behind him giving his dog a ride. I mean his black lab was running beside him with obviously labored breathing and distress. What, may I ask, possesses a person to think that just because he enjoys riding a bike in 90 degrees and sweating like a pig, that his dog feels the same way? In fact... What makes a person think a dog enjoys long, fast bike rides in any weather? Most dogs are not built for this kind of exercise. They do not have the ability to expel body heat the way we humans do. They can overheat easily in many types of conditions. Now, I know there are those of you out there that are arguing that your dog loves to go with you on bike rides. I'm going to argue that the fact is that your dog loves you, would do anything to please you, and would do anything just to be with you, and that includes running him or herself to death. So I beg you to think twice about biking with your dog, especially in hot and humid weather. And if you must, at least go just the speed that allows your dog to go at their normal pacing trot. I thank you, your dog thanks you, and you will be grateful not to be stopped in the middle of the street and given a lecture. 
Kill Animal Shelter. We are streaming, blogging, and podcasting at AnimalWiseRadio.com, and we're proud to be part of Animal Radio Network. Lucy Arnaz and a therapy kangaroo up next. This is Animal Radio Network. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Judy, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. You know that studies have found that pets of all kinds uh, can have huge health benefits. Mm-hmm. There was a, a real official 2003 study by the American Journal of Cardiology that found after a heart attack, pet owners have healthier hearts than heart attack patients who don't have a dog, cat, or other pet. Wow. And they always say it reduces stress, too. Mm-hmm. That's why we have so many around here. And yes, can, we need to pet them uh, every once in a while. I think we need a few more is yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, now, we go to Utah. Which is right here where we're broadcasting we're here from. in Utah. We're at the south side of Utah. We go north side, I believe, to the Salt Lake City area where there is a, uh, a senior living community. And uh, let me say they're hopped up on a dose of medicine, but we're not talking about pills. They're spending quality time with Elliot, a six month old kangaroo. Huh? Apparently one of the most popular members of the Salt Lake City Silverado Senior Living Community where we have staff member Nora Lynn Snow on the phone. Hi, Nora Lynn. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Are you sick and tired of people calling you up to ask about the kangaroo? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Well, tell us, uh, now. first of all, uh, yeah. who, who came up with the idea of Elliot and did it involve uh, any kind of happy hour? <laughs> no. Um, Elliot is the fourth uh, marsupial that we've raised. I have raised a wallaroo, two wallabies, and now Elliot, and he is a red kangaroo. You've actually raised these. They actually come to the community all day long, but on weekends and in the evening, he goes home with me. Oh, wow. wow. So this is this is like your hobby. You, you, you raise kangaroos. Now, wh- where, do, where do these come from? There is a gentleman in Springville who has exotic animals, and okay. he allows me to... To borrow okay. um, the kangaroos for about six months while they're little, uh-huh. and they become a therapy pet here at Silverado. And, and how do the seniors react? You know, because as a small joey, the animals are very gentle, uh-huh. and they will sit on the residents' laps for hours and let them just pet them. Then as they grow, they hop down the hall, and they make everybody smile, <laughs> and the grandkids want to come see them, so it's, it's an awesome situation. Now, I've heard of therapy cats and uh-huh. dogs. H- have you had that type of animal there, and why a kangaroo? You know, we've had cats and dogs here. We've, uh-huh. We have had a little pot-bellied pig. Uh-huh. We've had goats. Um, the kangaroo just happened on kind of a fluke. I drove past, stopped past, um, at the house where I could see the adult kangaroos and said, would you allow me to raise one in my nursing home years ago? And he said, sure, let's try it. And that's how it all started. What is it like to take a kangaroo yeah. home? Are they inquisitive? Do they get into things? Uh, how do they act? 
you know what? They don't really get into things. They um, will hop around. He pretty much follows me around the house. He lays down on the couch. He sleeps next to me, bundled up in a blanket at night. He has to be touching me. He's decided I'm his mom. (laughs) See, I picture something like a monkey that would get into cupboards and and everything that you would just have to watch him 24-7. No, he's a real sweetheart. Kind of docile, kind of like kind of an old dog. Oh, how wonderful. Now, they obviously get uh, too big at some point in time to uh, uh, to be uh, a therapy pet anymore, I would imagine. Right. As soon as they um, um, their hormones kick in and they turn into teenagers, yes. <laughs> then they go back to um, the farm and he uses them as breeders. Huh, okay. So does he sleep all night long, or is he nocturnal? No, he sleeps. You know, really, they are nocturnal, but he has learned, or we have, um, he's up during the day, and he does sleep all night. He has a bottle about 10 o'clock before he goes to bed. He's still on a bottle, Uh and then sleeps until about 6.30. What do they eat? He uh, drinks... puppy replacer formula because they are lactose intolerant uh-huh. and then he grazes so he'll um, he eats pans he eats my flowers he eats grasses <laughs> <laughs> he likes fruit bananas strawberries that kind of thing oh, okay so you're a staff member at this senior community also right right I'm the administrator you're so the administrator I'm the boss so you're the boss because I was going to say <laughs> how do you go into the boss and say I got this idea for a great therapy animal it's a kangaroo no, but it's my idea, so we're okay. It was uh, it was uh, green lighted from the beginning, is what yes, you're saying. Was. Okay, well, I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing, and uh, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, very good. Uh, I guess there's a. Do we have pictures at our website of this? We do have a picture. One picture. I I think it's just a generic. I don't it's think a generic I have picture. Actually, a picture. Do pictures exist anywhere of this? Because I would like to. Play. Of course, this is radio, and I'd hold up a picture if I had one right here. Right. I can get you pictures. Okay. Of that... him with residents and with a staff, and he also travels to elementary schools so they can talk about oh, it. Oh, how wonderful! And we'll post it at animalradio.com, uh, so everybody could see Elliot, the therapy kangaroo, on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Every year, there are thousands of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Bill Mark with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. This public service announcement has been made possible by Animal Radio, a proud partner of Pets911.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update, made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Are the fears of acetaminophen contaminated pet food unfounded? The ASPCA believes so. I'm Hal Abrams reporting. Well, in light of the recent Menu Foods pet food recall, recent speculation on whether certain pet foods may be contaminated with acetaminophen, today the ASPCA announced it has been in close touch with veterinary toxologists at the University of California, and they've conducted independent tests on cat food to analyze for this contaminant. Dr. Stephen Hansen, a board-certified veterinary toxologist and senior VP with the ASPCA. 
acetaminophen is an anti-inflammatory, anti-pain medication that's commonly found in many over-the-counter pain relievers as well as prescription pain relievers and even in cold remedies. At this time, the ASPCA believes that fears of widespread contamination of pet food with acetaminophen are basically unfounded. It was an isolated case from one lab that had tested multiple foods. There were three positives, I believe, that were reported, uh, but it was only one laboratory that was that had come up with that result. Keep up to date at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural line of 100% all-natural pet products, 100% biodegradable training pads, biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover, a great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural, based on a way of life. Find Simple Solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Up next on Animal Radio, the daughter of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, Lucy Arnaz, who's going to be uh, in New York playing with the great composer Ron Abel. Details on that uh, on the way. Well, hello, Lucy. Hello. Welcome to Animal Radio. I don't know if your ears were burning or not, but <laughs> we were just talking about you. Really? Were you talking to Mr. Abel? Yes, I was. And it was all good. It was all good. Yes, you must be very excited, of course, uh, heading out to New York City July 15th and uh, 16th uh, to uh, help him put on a wonderful performance there. I'm thrilled that he's getting a chance to do his own music for a change because he's been backing the rest of us up for a really long time and there's... Just nobody like Ron, and uh, he's written some absolutely fabulous music, so I'm thrilled for him. Well, now, are you doing a lot of this, a lot of singing? Tell us what you're up to. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, you know, in the world of uh, what I'm up to is I'm sta- staggering around, stuttering my words and can't finish sentences. <laughs> they because I, just, I do that all the time. So don't I worry. just moved. I just moved 26 years of life into Ooh. another house. Like Ooh. When I'm not unpacking or moving, <laughs> I'm doing a club act or I'm in a Broadway show or maybe a little TV thing. But that's, yeah. Well, now, do you have any pets that you're moving? I imagine 26 years of uh, collections. You, you, you might have a pet? You know, I have had every conceivable kind of pet there is, including boa constrictors, <laughs> parakeets, uh, and we just moved from a 15-acre piece of land that had deer and geese and swans and raccoons and everything else. But a few years ago when I went to London to uh, do a, a show for 15 months, I put my two dogs and my two cats with a friend for uh-huh. the year and a half that I was away. And when we came back, it just seemed incredibly cruel <laughs> to take <laughs> them back again. Oh, no. So they were getting such a good home over there, and they, you know, they learned to love the other animals. It was like a big farm that they uh-huh. were on. And um, so we never got any other animals <laughs> after that. But growing up, I had everything. And so now we are, we are petless. But oh. we travel a lot, and pets don't like to be left alone or be continually put in the kennel. So sure. we are sacrificing so that we don't have unhappy pets. So when you were growing up with your parents, Lucille and uh, Desi, what kind of pets do you have? Were they big pet lovers? Oh, yeah. My mother, oh, before I was born, my mom and my dad lived on a six or so acre little ranchette. 
uh-huh. in Chatsworth, California, and she had seven dogs and wow. about five cats, a cow, um, chicken, <laughs> and all my life we always had at least three, but usually something like five dogs and several cats. We had birds, we had fish. Uh-huh. She allowed us to have all kinds of wonderful animals, mostly because we had this wonderful lady named Hazel Pierce who lived with us. She was my mother's stand-in on the show, but she oh, really? lived outside in the little, this little guest housey place, and she was an animal lover like June Havoc, you know. She was <laughs> one of these fabulous women and um, helped me learn how to take care of my pets, but of course Hazel would end up doing most of it, the turtles, you know, and everything. Uh-huh. I thought I knew everything about Actors and Others for Animals, but you were one of the early uh, pioneers of Actors and Others. I was one of the founders, yeah, yes. with Joanna wow. Carson and, yeah. And Errol Holman, and uh-huh. we started that a long, 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 long time ago. And it's still... Jackie Joseph and I, and uh, three or four other ladies, Betty White. Mm-hmm. And that was a wonderful cause. We did a lot of fabulous... I mean, it's still... It still is, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, it's an important thing, you know, the whole spaying and neutering issue about people just taking animals and having them for fun and then not paying any attention to where where they go or how many kids they have <laughs> mm-hmm. just like people well you know I'm concerned about that I think it's all about education because I admittedly as a youngster probably did that uh, probably had a litter and really didn't know really mm-hmm. didn't know what was happening right now I'm trying to clean up my mess <laughs> that's right my father actually owned um, a horse breeding a, a thoroughbred breeding farm corona breeding farm uh, in the 60s and I grew up with horses and watching you know horses Always, always wished I could have a farm, but the kind of business I'm in doesn't really work out too well because you're not there enough to take care of it. And right. Can't afford. I can't afford a staff. Yes. Well, I like those guys who used to live in the barn that did everything, but I can't afford them. Well, a cactus I find works really good if if you travel a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron said he has statuettes. Yes, uh, he does. He has a little dog under his piano that looks like he's peeing on the pedals. There you go. <laughs> He didn't even mention that no, part. No, he didn't mention that part. <laughs> well, leave it to me. He knew I would. Well, he we, says it keeps him from getting too serious about his music. Yeah, oh, well, funny. check it out July 15th and 16th. Right. You got your part down? I do. I'm only singing one or two songs. I said I'll sing whatever you give me to sing. And birdlandjazz.com is uh, where you can get more information about uh, right. the event. It's going to rock. Lucy Arnaz, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. We have more Animal Radio on the way. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals. 
bugs are people too. Bed bugs are back. And just talking about them makes me all itchy. But relief is on the way. She's a nine-pound dog named Nudie, a near-hairless Chinese-crested mix who's one of the dogs trained to detect the biting critters by Perriero's J&K Canine Academy in Florida. Bed bugs were gone from the U.S. for so long, most thought they were just a myth. But now exterminators say that in the last year, they've been getting 50 times the number of bed bug calls they used to get. Dogs have been used to sniff out termites, but now with the bed bug outbreaks, Perriero says the bed bug training is like hitting the lotto. Nudie was found in a shelter, and she loves to find bed bugs. Her owner trainer just says, find your bees, I guess short for bed bugs, and Nudie jumps on a mattress and starts pawing where they are. She's then rewarded with a tree, a good girl, and a kiss on the head. Bugs in your bed is a pretty creepy thought, but experts say although bed bugs can leave a reddish welt, they don't pose a serious health risk. I feel much better now. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. You got bed bugs, Judy? No, I think I got bed bugs. I want to get that dog. I have to write down that information. And I'm not laughing. It's not funny. Okay, let's take care of business here. You know, Kyle, of course, Kyle Orend, eight years old, raised twenty thousand dollars selling lemonade, and uh, actually uh, gave it all to Canine Companions for Independence. Now he has an auction going on for celebrity callers. He's actually getting callers from Bamboo. Thank you, Bamboo. Uh, signing them, getting them signed from different celebrities. And I, I think it's time we check in. You actually have them on the phone. I you, do. Or have you been He's busy on line bugs? three. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what's wrong? You sound down. No, I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. What'd you do today? Well, I mostly just hang out with my family. Just hanging out with your family. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so how are we doing on the callers? Good. Doing good. Doing good. That's, uh, you know, straight right to the point there. It's a, a good businessman is always straight and right to the point. <laughs> just, uh, he tells you the bottom line right there. Now, I know that uh, we had a couple of celebrities on. Uh, let's see, we had Sheena Easton and we had Leslie Nielsen. You remember him? You know who yeah. Leslie Nielsen is? Yeah. The gray-haired guy, you know, from... Uh, he was Mr. Magoo. He was Mr. Magoo, and he was yeah. also in uh, uh, The Naked Gun and Scary Movie. And he, We just spoke to him a couple days ago, and he's sending a bamboo collar off to you uh, pretty soon. Should be there in the next few weeks, okay? Okay. And then uh, who else do we... Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, Emmy Lou Harris. That'll, that'll, you know what? That ought to fetch a little price there, too. Yeah. Uh, of course, these are all... Uh, <laughs> you probably don't know very many of these celebrities, do you? No. No. So what celebrities have you got? Have you got some callers back already? Yeah. Who did you get? I've back? got Betty White came back. Oh, Betty White. Very good. Very I got good. Lisa Laporta. Oh, good. Lisa Laporta from uh, HGTV's Design to Sell. Yes, boy, she's going to be real famous soon. <laughs> and Sheen Easton I got. Uh-huh. Sheen Easton. Billy Joel. Oh, Billy Joel! Oh, wow. wow, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be great. Uh, now, do you know any of the details yet on when the auction is going to start? Have you worked out any of those details yet? No, not yet. Not yet, but you're, you're still getting collars. Still getting collars. You're gonna what? Get a good supply of collars first before you begin. Yeah. So who else have you gotten back from? I've got Donald Trump. Oh, wow. Don, the Donald. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. Wow. Robinson Cano. Wow. 
Chad Pennington. Oh my gosh! You've been busy. I've gotten Hank Aaron. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, jeez, uh, how, how many? Yeah. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go I have Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. Very good. Steve Park. Who's Steve Parks? Oh. What? Do you know who Steve Parks is? Um, no. Oh, okay. I think he... Yeah? What, what do you think he is? Um, not sure. Maybe I should Google him, huh? We'll, we'll find out who he is. And who else? Go on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, they just say Hal is always interrupting. He never lets anybody say anything. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. I have Gary Carter. Gary Carter? Okay. And Lenny Clark. Lenny Clark. Wow, these you uh now. So how many are you going to collect before you start? That seems like you got a lot going there. Yeah. I I'd uh, bid for at least two of those right there. Yeah. Yeah, I want that Donald Trump collar. <laughs> who else? Who do you have now to that you're trying to get him returned? Um, a bunch of people. Do you, let's say they're listening right now. What do you have to say to them? Do you say something like uh, "Hurry up and send those back"? <laughs> No. Just take your time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no rush or anything like that. No. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, you're doing a wonderful job. Let us know when you get more details down about the auction, okay? Because I'm bidding for that Donald Trump. I'm telling you right now. I'm <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. My whole paycheck, which is what, uh, ten dollars? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kyle, thanks so much for coming on the radio with us today. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon again, okay? Bye. Bye. Kids and animals. Boy, they'll play it. <laughs> hey, that's all we have time for this hour. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. We are streaming online and on any cell phone, any provider. Simply text ANIMAL to 27627 and you're hooked up. Anytime there's an alert, there's news, or you just want to listen to Animal Radio. I know you've got something I've to got say something and it ain't about bed bugs. No, it's not. If you get a pet, please remember to spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, don't ever declaw. And if you're looking for a certain breed, don't buy from a breeder or a pet store. Please adopt. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams. We'll see you next week. Dr. Marty Becker will be joining us telling you how to pill your animal. Pill them. You got to give them <laughs> medicine? Uh, uh, I dread that, that. All the details next week. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.